Welcome to the Continental Drift, a look at the news from Europe for the week ending February 5th. I'm Andy Valver. The U.S. and Russia continue to squabble over Ukraine. Hungary's Viktor Orban goes begging to Putin, and Denmark, Sweden, and France scrap most of the COVID restrictions. First, the Ukraine situation. So, the best line of the week was from a Russian mob boss, sorry, Russian President Vladimir Putin, regarding the situation in Ukraine. He said, with a straight face, I hope that in the end we will find a solution, although it will not be simple. Um, actually, it is simple. Don't invade Ukraine. There, problem solved. But then he went on. Putin said, it seems to me that the United States is not so much concerned about the security of Ukraine, but its main task is to contain Russia's development. Um, when you say Russia's development, what do you mean? Are you developing affordable housing units in eastern Ukraine? Are you developing a rash? If you ask me, it seems like you're developing an inferiority complex. But okay, you said Russia's development. So what do you mean by development? Because I looked it up, and development has several meanings. But the one that is most germane says, it is the act of improving by expanding or enlarging. Now, that may be all well and fine for Russia, but I'm not sure the people of Ukraine would think that Russia enlarging itself at the expense of Ukraine is cool. And also last week, you may have heard about the Irish fishermen who convinced the Russian Navy to move their maneuvers somewhere else. <laughs> Irish fishermen. I suggest for their next gig, we move them to eastern Ukraine, put them between the Ukrainians and the Russians. Moving to Hungary, this week saw Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban put on his cutest short skirt, fishnet stockings, and a pair of stilettos and hop over to Moscow to hang out with Putin. Now... Hungary is a member of NATO and the EU, and at a time when the EU is considering sanctions on Moscow and Putin, why would a leader of an EU country go and palsy-walsy with Putin? Orban says, well, he went to make sure that Russia would still guarantee cheap gas for Hungary. Now, I wonder if he was going there to make sure that all of the EU would still get cheap gas from Russia or just Hungary. And just to be clear, Victor, you remember Hungary in 1956 when the Russian tanks rode into town? Yeah, this is kind of like the slap in the face to all those who gave their lives back then. You see, Victor, it's no secret that you're a fan of Putin. You like strong men and kind of fancy yourself as a strong man. But you see, everyone notices. You can bluster all you want, but here's what it looks like to us. You're like a guy who goes to a party with his wife and spends the whole night flirting with the hot blonde. You think no one notices, but everyone notices. And also in Hungary, the OSCE, which is short for the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, recommended on Friday that observers be sent to monitor the upcoming parliamentary elections in Hungary. Think about that. A country in the European Union's election is considered questionable and needs monitoring. Nice job, Victor. Hey, remember in 1989 when you made that famous speech demanding that the Soviet Union remove its troops from Hungary? What happened to that, Victor Orban? And as long as the OSCE are at it, maybe when they're done in Hungary, they can fly to the U.S. for the upcoming elections. 
in November. In the Netherlands, the folks in Rotterdam are going to dismantle an historic bridge to allow Amazon boss Jeff Bezos' new yacht to pass. Since it is an historic bridge, a lot of folks are not happy. Jeff Bezos, building yachts, not building bridges. And now it appears that the Dutch are going to turn out and throw rotten eggs at the yacht as it makes its way through the canals. Clean up on Canal 6, anyone? We had a bit of a tit-for-tat this week when Germany told Russian state broadcaster Russia Today to cease broadcasting because they didn't have a license to broadcast, nor had they requested a license. Russia Today, for those who don't know, is basically the Kremlin mouthpiece and is known for spreading fake news and propaganda. In retaliation, Russia told German broadcaster Deutsche Welle to cease operations and close the Moscow bureau. Why? For spreading real news. In what can best be described as a bit of semantic corruption, Europe has said that it would label some nuclear power and natural gas plants as transitional green investments. Of course, the critics are saying, what? Since when is nuclear green? Well, the proponents are saying we need these energy sources as a bridge to a time when we can use solar, wind, and hydrogen. See, the problem here is in the spin. Why not just say, look, we can't switch to all solar or all wind just yet, and we need the private sector to join us, and we'll let them make a few bucks using these <coughs> clean energy sources, but they have to be transparent about it. And you know how transparent the private sector is, right? Exactly. About as transparent as your windshield after driving through a snowstorm without wipers. Oh, it's pretty, but transparent? I don't think so. And finally... Denmark, Sweden, and France have pretty much dropped all COVID restrictions. So, no masks required outside, normal capacity for concert halls and cinemas, and proof of vaccination will be required to get into any restaurant and other venues. So, if you're not already vaccinated, good luck. And if you are, be careful, wash your hands. But hey, you know that next variant is just around the corner. That's it for this week. Thanks for letting me have a bit of your precious time. I'm Andy Valver, and this is is the Continental Drift.